Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. We've never had a private residence of a former president be searched by the FBI. Why the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, sources are speaking to CBS News about that. Also ahead. The city council holds a hearing today on what an influx of asylum seekers is doing to the already stressed shelter system. I'm Marla Diamond at City Hall. The CDC investigates the return of polio in Rockland and Orange counties. Get vaccinated as soon as uh, medically feasible. I'm Sean Adams in New City. Hippie counterculture lost a beloved icon on this day. Today's 88 seconds in sound. We remember Jerry. Morning, Tuesday, August 9th. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning, I'm Paul Bernane. Craig Allen says one more day of the uncomfortable heat and humidity before a change in the forecast. And pretty nice by the time we get to Friday if you can hold out that long. America's immediate past president was seen leaving Trump Tower on Fifth Avenue yesterday. Reporters shouted to him, asking him about the FBI raid on his home in Mar-a-Lago. He did not answer. From there, it was on to his property in Bedminster. He's recently been in the area to answer depositions in one of the several investigations he's facing. More about that in a moment. But we also want to talk about the alerts that are coming out from the local utilities about all the heat and humidity we've been uh, dealing with. Let's go right to the news line this morning. Kynet spokesman Alan Drury. Alan, I know it's been a long night and a, kind of a sweltering time for everybody. And you're uh, cutting back voltage in parts of the New York area in the five boroughs. Can you tell us where and how much? Yeah, thanks for having me. We've reduced voltage by 8% in uh, certain neighborhoods in central Queens in the southwest area of the Bronx. And voltage reduction is a preemptive step that we take to uh, try to avoid outages. Uh, it takes a little bit of pressure off the system. The system can be under pressure, of course, when it's uh, we have sustained heat and humidity like we've had for the past week. Is it anything that's going to be noticeable in 8%? Will people notice dimmer lights or the air conditioning maybe not working as well? Yeah, there may be some dimming of light. Um, appliances with motors, motors may run uh, a little bit differently. Um, but again, it's a preemptive step that we take to, to avoid a larger problem. Uh, we understand, at least at some point, there were some repairs that had to be made. Where are those repairs and have they been fixed? The repairs involve uh, underground electric cables, and that's really an ongoing situation during a heat wave. Um, heat and humidity this intense is going to cause some of the cables to overheat and uh, fail, and we uh, get crews out to get them back into service as quickly as possible. I know people are different but uh, from person to person, but is there a recommended setting on air conditioning that would help preserve the health of the grid? We recommend that customers set their air conditioning at the highest comfortable temperature. 
each degree that you go down lower than that increases your cost. And when you uh, conserve energy, it also helps us keep service reliable. Alan Jury Conet, thank you for the update. We appreciate that, and uh, good luck for the crews out there. It can't be fun underground in this sweltering heat. This hot summer in the city has brought new arrivals from across the southern border who've arrived on Greyhound buses sent by Spite from Texas to New York and Washington. The Big Apple has a policy of not turning away asylum seekers, and it seems to be straining our shelters. Let's head to City Hall where there's a hearing on this today. Marla Diamond joins us this morning. Marla, good morning. What are the specifics about uh, what's going on here? Good morning, Wayne. Good morning, Paul. The 10 a.m. hearing is being held to examine how the increase in those asylum seekers being sent to the city is impacting the shelter's already stretched resources. After welcoming another busload of immigrants from Texas Sunday, Mayor Adams said yesterday that New York will not turn anyone away. Our goal is every asylum seeker that comes to New York we are going to get them shelter and support that they need. The head of the city's immigrant affairs and social services offices are scheduled to testify. The mayor has been asking for federal help from Washington to help the migrants who are being sent here by Texas Governor Greg Abbott as part of a growing election year red state, blue state showdown over immigration. We're live at City Hall, Marla Diamond, WCBS News Radio, 880. I'm not used to seeing Craig Allen 85 degrees on my car thermometer at uh, 3 o'clock in the morning. I know. This is really incredible to see just how warm it still is this morning again. Most urban area temperatures are above the 80-degree mark, and even in the suburbs this morning, we're in the mid-70s to around 80 degrees in the so-called cool spots out there. So this really is going to be another one of those, this is the peak of the heat days, and uh, and it just might very well be 90 to 95 for this afternoon on average. Parts of New Jersey will likely be up between 95 and 100. And the heat index for almost everybody at some point during the peak heat of the day will be up around or a little over 100. So for tonight, warm and muggy. Oh, by the way, there could be a thunderstorm late afternoon or evening. There could be a one or two in the area tonight, 75 to 80 again. Tomorrow, here's where the change begins. It's not quite as hot during the afternoon hours, although still very humid, 84 to 88. A few thunderstorms around. And then incrementally, it just uh, continues to get a little bit cooler and a little more comfortable as we get towards the upcoming weekend. 82 degrees right now, humidity 72% southwest wind at 9. And Craig, now the CDC has been sent in to investigate polio and wastewater turning up in Orange and in Rockland and the one human case we know of. Sean Adams, live in Rockland County, what's the latest on this now? Well, preventing polio from uh, staging a comeback in the United States, it starts right here in Rockland and Orange counties. The CDC wants to learn all that it can about the lone case of polio uh, that uh, resulted in paralysis here in Rockland and then the presence of the virus in wastewater samples, uh, which would seem to indicate that the virus is spreading in both counties. Uh, If it can happen here, well, it can happen in other places. Orange County Health Commissioner Dr. Irenia Gelman says uh, right now they're really trying to overcome vaccination hesitancy. It's not really a matter of convincing. It's more a matter of educating and really providing proper information, accurate, factual information. Polio was virtually purged from the United States more than 40 years ago. Vaccination rates in Orange and Rockland lag far behind the statewide average, so the CDC is going to investigate this apparent threat to herd immunity. Paul, Wayne. Any ideas, Sean, when we'll have answers about whether polio is still an active health threat in those counties? 
Yes, yeah, so health officials, uh, they will not rest until they see a couple of things. One, no more active cases of polio. So, so far, we just have the one case. They want to keep it that way, but they're monitoring to see if anyone else will uh, develop uh, uh, you know, symptoms and, and, God forbid, paralysis. Uh, the other thing, uh, the, they don't want to see any more polio detected in wastewater samples. As long as uh, the tests come back positive, that means the virus is spreading in the community. Now, for many people, they might not ever, never get, they might not ever get sick. They might not ever have any symptoms. Uh, but after a couple of months with no virus detected in the wastewater, that's when health officials might be able to take a deep breath. Sean Adams this morning. A DNA has cracked a very cold case. A man has been arrested in a 26-year-old murder in the Bronx. Jasmine Porter was found on a winter morning in 1996 in her Davidson Avenue residence. With evidence of neck trauma from strangulation, police believe she was raped and murdered in front of her 5-year-old son, who was left in the apartment for a full day before the crime scene was found. It's not yet clear what led police to Gregory Fleetwood, 66, but officials say DNA under the victim's fingernails was key in the investigation. Fleetwood did time years earlier for another rape and strangulation. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernane. Your three things to know in the morning news roundup. On the morning after the FBI raided President Trump's Florida home, sources tell CBS News the search is connected to a Justice Department investigation into how the former president handled records. Number two, the National Archives says 15 boxes of records were found earlier this year, some of it classified. We know from Trump himself that agents got into his safe. And the third thing, whatever case was made by the Justice Department to get to the search warrant, at the very least, likely concerns this. The Presidential Records Act, one of the items that they could be using to look for these records, addresses certain records that are kept by presidents. We saw a lot of this start off when Nixon was in the White House and he was keeping documents. They belong to the United States. That analysis from former federal prosecutor David Weinstein. Up next, it's our WCBS News Radio, 88 seconds in sound for the 9th of August. 1997 shame tarnishes the Brooklyn 70th Precinct. Officer Justin Volpe leads cops into the station house bathroom. They beat, rape, and sodomize with a broken broomstick, a man who Volpe said attacked him outside of a nightclub. Volpe would later admit Abner Loima did not assault him. But the officers assaulted Loima so violently he required three surgeries. Police Lieutenant, now Mayor Eric Adams, fought to bring justice to Loima. Officer Volpe is only one of the many that must be prosecuted in this case. The disgraced officer Volpe is still in prison, due for release in 2025. The city of New York paid Loima $8 million, money he used to set up health care facilities in his native Haiti. Tonight, there are serious concerns about the water supply in Newark, New Jersey. 2019, New Jersey's largest city would not be like Flint, Michigan. Newark was a model for dealing with lead pipes. Replacing them all was supposed to take 10 years. It took three. 1995. Jerry Garcia, the Grateful Dead guitarist who kept the counterculture of the 1960s, rocking and rolling right into the 90s, died today in California. He was 53. By the 1990s, Jerry Garcia and the Grateful Dead should perhaps have been museum pieces. But instead, these survivors of the psychedelic 60s just kept packing them in. For Jerry Garcia, the goal was not to make records. It was to play music, live 
to improvise, make every performance different. We would all like to be able to live an uncluttered life, a simple life, a good life, you know, and like think about moving the whole human race ahead a step. The Grateful Dead is the top live band in the United States. This is Madison Square Garden, Halloween, 1980. The Bergen Records' Mike Kelly wrote, Jerry Garcia is a second-rate guitarist. That comment set the record at the record for most letters to the editor on one subject. Deadhead sent him multi-page letters lecturing him on Jerry's guitar style. Not to pick a fight, Mike, but this is Jerry Garcia. How's that for guitar style? This is August 9th. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.